We come to this place for magic. We come to pop overview, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. I ask, what truly is logic? Who decides reason? My quest has taken me through the physical, the metaphysical, the delusional, and back. And I've made the most important discovery of my career. The most important discovery of my life. It is only in the mysterious equations of love that any logical reasons can be found. Welcome back, everybody. Have you popped open a beer or poured yourself a glass of wine yet? Because you're listening to Pop Pour Review with Jimmy Chico. Hello. Kelly Gong. Hi. And myself, Matt Chico. We are the movie podcast where we journey through the IMDb Top 250 list. If you don't have a drink today, you can try today's inspired drink based off number 146, A Beautiful Mind. That's the time of, of the recording. It's number 146. It is the power of the mind, champagne, blue curacao, and orange juice. Uh, a Beautiful Mind 2001, director Ron Howard, writer Akiva Goldsman, who wrote the screenplay. It was based off the book by Sylvia Nasser, uh, starring Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly. IMDb rating 8.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes score, critics 74%, audiences 93%. Letterboxd 3.8 out of 5. Uh, box office domestic, uh, 170 million and then 297 adjusted for inflation worldwide 317 uh, million and 552 million adjusted for inflation oscars at one best picture at one best director at one best supporting actress for just jennifer connelly and at one adapted screenplay it was also nominated for best actor for russell crowe best editing best makeup and best score um jimmy please start your shotgun facts. The scene towards the end of the film where John Nash contemplates drinking tea is based on a true event where Russell Crowe met the real John Nash and he spent 15 minutes contemplating contemplating whether to drink tea or coffee. Kelly, your shotgun fact. The film was shot in sequence in order to help Russell Crowe develop a consistently progressive manner of behavior. And mine is the Nobel Prize ceremony was filmed in Prudential at the Prudential Hall in New Jersey. Performing Arts in Newark, New Jersey. The filming for that one scene included setup, including the setup, makeup, uh, etc. Took over eight hours to film. Um, Jimmy, before we you know take a quick little break, just tell everyone what. Um, a Do you want a mind. sad fact? Oh, how they died. They, died. they were ejected from a car on the New Jersey Turnpike. I was a little <gasps> confused because they said like the drive, both the drivers were just had minor injuries but yet they were ejected from the maybe they weren't wearing their seatbelts maybe or because the, they were in their 80s and but they were ejected from the car well, he was they didn't say no she i think was. they both were. they said both of them oh they said both both were ejected from the car stop screaming yeah. Timothy. um okay i guess after jimmy screaming jimmy can you please uh quietly tell us a summary of a beautiful mind from the heights of notoriety to the depths of depravity John Forbes Nash Jr. experienced it all. A mathematical genius, he made an astonishing discovery early in his career and stood on the brink of international acclaim. But the handsome and arrogant Nash soon found himself on a painful and harrowing journey of self-discovery. After many years of struggle, he eventually triumphed over his tragedy and finally, later in his life, received the Nobel Prize. And we'll be right back. 
Hi guys, this is, well, you don't want to know. No, really, it's You Don't Want to Know, the podcast about things that you say that you don't want to know, but you really do want to know. My name is Mag, and I join you every other week and talk about things that make you uncomfortable, but for some reason, you can't shut it off. That's the YDWK podcast. And we're back. Number 146, The Beautiful Mind, as we always do. Do you think it should be on the IMDb Top 250 list? And do you agree that it should be at number 146? Jimmy, we'll start with you. No. To what? Both? Both. Well, if I don't think it should be on the Top 250... It well, should... I just wasn't sure which which no I just think for. Uh, no, not, neither. Both. No. Okay. Kelly? Um, I don't know. This is hard. If it... It would literally be probably in the 240s for deserving of to be on this list. I did like it. Did you guys watch this movie in school? No. Mm -mm. I watched this movie in school, like I think high school. And you guys really didn't? No, I've never never seen seen it. And I'm trying to think of like, why the fuck did I watch this in high school? Math. It barely like had like any really anything to do with psychology. Math, to be honest, I have no idea why I watched this in school. Did you, what, what, what classes were you? I taking? don't even remember, but I know I watched it in school. Maybe it was college. It could have been college. I was watching it. Like, you, you watched weird things in college. I know. I took the intro to hoarding class. That was hilarious. That I was feel the like easiest day in my life. It could easily. It could be like you know math or uh, psychology. Actually, or... I think I might have watched it in scale media in high school because I watched like Raging Bull, oh, well, media, um, so. the Red Balloon. Um, and I think I might have watched in there. I'm not really sure why, but I don't know. This is like one of those ones that it's like, I like it, but I'm not sure if it deserves the top 250, to be honest. I if th- it did, it's in the 240s. I, I'm like, kind of like Kelly. I don't really think it should be in, but like, could I see it? Could I see it at number 250 and be like, oh, okay, yes. But like, do I want it to be in? No. No. Like, yeah, I, I. It was a little, I was dreading this movie watching it and like, I also didn't know what it was about and I was, there was a lot happening with this movie. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. I liked a little section of it. Oh, oh. I liked moments oh, of it. Was the little section in the middle? I liked, well, here's the thing. The beginning, I was like, oh, like this is kind of like nothing's happening, but I liked the, the aesthetic of like the 1940s college. Oh, see, I was yeah. getting Dead Poet Society and I was like, oh God. So at first I was like, oh, it's kind of like a, it's a movie that's there. It's fun. It's it like the aesthetic. And then it kind of turned into, then the spy thing happened. And I was like, this feels like it needs to be two movies. Hold on. Did either of you see this movie before we watched it? No. No. Oh, okay. I'm the only one that actually watched it, but I didn't remember like the little twists in it. So when I was watching it, I was like, wait, it, like my, it was the thing conversation we just had. I was like, why did I watch this in school? Like, what does this have to do with anything? I think I remember what class, but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it, I won best picture. So I can, if it's a scale media one, like I can see it. I, I think it might've been my scale media class. If not, it was probably like an intro to psych class. Yeah. That like I, was I can forced see to take. it being a psych, but yeah, then the spy thing happened. I said, they are trying to shove two movies into this movie it's, <laughs> it's the math mat the guy who you know is like kind of like the genius that is going through college or grad school and then there's the spy i'm like what okay this is weird and then the whole thing happened the whole twist happened where like and they find out plumber was randomly there well, i was like hey what you doing here you find out that he is schizophrenic and then i was like wait but is this part of the spy thing that like the russians are telling him that because i didn't <laughs> know anything about the movie and then jennifer Connolly kind of 
no, goes be- back because to all his spots, and you find out he is because like, they were like, uh, we looked, and this guy he is not a real person. Well, no, yeah, and then I was like, okay, cool, like. This is kind of interesting. But then the spy thing kept coming back. I was like, but is he a spy? Like, I was just like, and then it was like, it went from like generic biopic. Interesting. And then the slowly ended again, sort of at the generic biopic. Well, like the thing is, is that, is that, is that a testament to how good of a movie it is that you were still trying to figure out whether or not it was true or not? Because I know for a fact that when I was watching it, I was like, I know he's schizophrenic. Like, that's the only thing I remember. But I was also just like, I don't know whether or not like this is true or not. And that's the reason why I'm still watching it right now. Cause I was like, is it true? Is it not true? And I'm like, wait, is this the purpose of the movie? Is this not the purpose of the movie? Are they doing a good job? Am I, or am I just not on board with this? I see what you're saying. But like, to me, it was more like, I think the, I thought the acting was incredible in this movie. And like, that was what kept me watching. Cause I was, they, they portrayed it very well. I think the story was all over the place. I'm shocked it won Best Adapted Screenplay. I think it has to more so do with the fact that it's supposed to be all over the place. That No, it's reason. supposed to be. You're suppo- I think I was I was very confused in the beginning, and I think you're supposed to be confused. But even by the end, I'm just You're like, supposed to be in his shoes, being like, who's watching me? Who are these people? No, no, I get that. And that's why I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I, I, that's why like I sort of like kind of was like, maybe I can let this go. But then the second half also... It started strong the second half and then kind of deteriorated well, def- back into... Be, give, give more detail of like what you mean by the second half. Like where does the second half begin for you? When I think I think the second half begins like the hour in when you find out he is schizophrenic. Okay, so that part is fine. So where's the part that it's like kind of for you like... Where the second part starts to fall yeah, yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, I just want more details. When, when he starts to like... When it's... When it, it's like you, you think it's supposed to be spy and they, they nix it. They're saying all these people are fakes. So you know it's not real. And then it's just like, well, this is just his life about schizophrenia and like kind of more biopic where it's like, oh, he then becomes to get the Nobel Prize. Like I know for me, the part that uh, goes down and slides down for me is the garage part where he goes into his garage and he's like, I knew you were real. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. I'm like, bitch, they're not real. But funny enough, that's that was a I don't. Like here's the thing, I I don't I think the writing just was a little sloppy. I know it's supposed to be all over, all over the place, but it was sloppy, in unintentionally. Also for me, it's, I just felt like it kept going back and forth to things. No, no, no. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you, and I think it's just a testament to time. I think that we've seen movies that have accomplished this kind of sloppiness uh, better. Mm. Unfortunately, right now I can't think of a movie where it comes to mind something that's so sloppy that it's like. It's okay where it's supposed to be like you're supposed to be confused. Yeah. This for some reason just doesn't. I don't think this holds up well, to be quite honest. I actually, I mean, I, I think it's funny. I mentioned this movie Sorry, last last this. episode also. <laughs> I also kind of compare it to Saltburn where it's like, oh, and Jimmy hasn't seen it. So, I'm so not really just, are you stuff. just going to compare everything to Saltburn? I'm not, but it's funny. Just the last two episodes. Well, one, because Rosamund Pike was in the last yeah. episode. So I had to compare it because she's amazing. But this one, it was like. It, but I like salt. I actually like Saltburn a lot better than A Beautiful Mind. But I feel like Saltburn also is kind of all over the place. You're not sure what's supposed to happen. And for me, the execution kind of fell at the end, similar to how A Beautiful Mind, the execution didn't land. I think maybe the maybe on this on the paper it sounded better, 
But in reality, it just didn't land for me as well as it should have. What do you think it could have done? Do you think if it had a shorter runtime, it may 100%. have... I think if they, the twist came earlier, and then we kind of... I like the parts where you know it's not real, but like the te- I think Ron Howard did good jo- a good job in those times where it's like, you know it's not real, but like you're also seeing it from Jennifer Connelly's. Because Jennifer Connelly, I feel her role was a lot more interesting than in his. Because you kind of know what his role is going to be, even though he's incredible in this movie. I think her seeing it from the outside is interesting. And I think they could have played on that more, but she didn't come in until halfway and the twist didn't come on until halfway. I can agree with you there. Yeah. In the latter half of the movie, Jennifer Connelly is the one that carries it. Yeah. Cause at first I was like, she won the Oscar. The first few scenes she's in, I was like, <laughs> "She won the Oscar." I was like, "Well, because you know what? It, it, did it give you Top Gun vibes?" And you're just like, "Okay." Sort of, but also I didn't know what was coming in the movie, so yeah. like I was just like, "He's really good. He didn't win, but she won." I was like, "Okay, I, I guess I'll have to see." I was like, "There's no moment yet that I have," and then I think a lot of those she had those moments of just like breaking down. I was like, "Oh, she's really good." In this. Yeah, okay. yeah, she like killed. She's it. fucking amazing in this. I will yeah. say that I love the score in this though. Oh, the, the score, score was, score was, was the, the the best part Excellent. of the film. Absolutely, and I heard some Titanic in there because it's James Horner. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and Avatar, like yeah, because I was like, it sounds similar to things. And I'm like, oh, I know why. Well, it's I Titanic mean, and Avatar. I'm looking at who she was up against, and I haven't seen any of the movies that, so I can't say anything. All right, but well, it, list them. It's Gosford Park for with Helen Mirren and Maggie Smith. Nope. Marissa Tomei is um, from In the Bedroom, and Kate Winslet from Iris. No, I've never seen any so of those. So I, I haven't seen any of those, but um, Denzel Washington won that year for Training Day. Don't you think it's so funny that during this era of movies, like a lot of it was like weird at like the trend was out of sequence storytelling and like just like twisty. What I feel else? like what, uh, um, what year is this? 2000, 2001. 2001. I feel like like from like nine from like Fight Club to like this, there was a lot of movies where it's like, let's film out of order. And I felt like it was more prevalent. Where... I also think Fight Club did it better. The, no, no, no. The, yeah, Fight no, Club did it. just brought it in my mind. Like, that did a better all over the story. Like, there's, you can see that. Yeah. I also, I think Ron Howard for me is a hit or miss with directing. I think he. He is, he is, he, he is. He has great moments. I don't, I think his movies tend to run long. So. They tend to drag. Did you guys like of. giggle when you saw Bryce Dallas Howard for that one second? I didn't and see I her until like, I read later. Who was who, who was she? I missed her. She was completely. just like a random student. In the scene where Christopher Plummer takes him at the college, um, she's like a random student that's like kind of walking up to the car like in the crowd. Oh, and I then and then there's like that. a close up on her, and then that's it. And I was like, haha. <laughs> I was like nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's low nepotism, pretty much. But, I know, but yeah. it was just like, why does she have to have like one close up? I thought it got extremely better when. You found out that he was schizophrenic and pretty much all of that stuff was fake and Jennifer Connelly's piecing it together. And then it really went downhill for me when he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this without medication. I'm just going to ignore everything. I'm like, what? It what? went back to the mathematics. That doesn't make sense. This is stupid. This is a stupid ending. And it's true. No, he did take medication. What? Oh, I didn't do research. I did a little research onto him and that. they said that it, he did get it under control with medication but he did ignore a lot of he's just like i'm going to choose to ignore that i'm like that's not how that works explain why they wrote that in the movie did you not read that part why they said that he wasn't taking it but he really was in real life why because they said they they had it where he was saying i stopped medication but no they said he's at the end of the movie they said he was taking medication 
I don't remember. In real life, he did. He stopped taking medication, but they didn't want to put that in the movie because they were afraid other people watching would just stop taking medication. The writer's mother was a psychiatrist, so apparently she had a I lot don't of influence. Know. I just didn't care for the ending. That didn't look like Jennifer Connelly with all the makeup on. I was like, oh my god, I was. I was like, who so is this hard. woman he's looking at? I'm like, I have no idea who this is. I mean, but and then I know I, it I looked put, nothing I, like it. Took her, me though. a second. I was like, oh, oh that's thought, his wife. I thought it looked like her, but also it's a testament to the makeup. They made their her actually looked aged up. I don't know if it looked like her at all because I was just like. Is that her or did they get someone else and age them up because it doesn't look like her at all? Because I thought the makeup was, I thought she looked like her, not exactly His like herself. His makeup was good. I thought the makeup as a whole looked good because they slowly progressed it and that was like a whole plan to do. So it didn't look like just like old. Like they actually gave like little by little details where I'm like, oh, they're actually gracefully aging them up instead of like a, dark, a stark difference five years later. And they're like old as anything. I, I just feel bad that this is one of those movies that won Best Picture that it's just kind of like it doesn't translate well. It doesn't it didn't age very well. No. And I was hoping that I, I was like, am I the only person that doesn't like this? Because I was just like, I feel like I've heard great things about this movie. But then reading like Rotten Tomatoes and Letterboxd, this is kind of on the low end of when we do the IMDb movies. Yeah, it's not like I don't like it. Like, it's fine. I like parts. I it's don't a, love it, though. Yeah, it's, like, fine. But, like, I wouldn't choose to actively watch it if it was, like, on TV or something. I realized, like, halfway through the movie, before you find out he's schizophrenic, I was like, why is he getting older? But Paul Bettany looks exactly the same as from when you first met him. And then I'm like, wait, that's his niece? Wasn't his niece, like, that age... So I was I was realizing it. I was I could have been a psychiatrist in this movie and been yeah. like something's not right here. <laughs> I also really liked Paul Bettany too. I thought he I like that's why I, I like the acting. I think that's my highlight of this movie. And I think that's what kept me going. Cuz I felt like in Jimmy kind of brought this up so that and like when you said like what made you slip off towards the second half, towards the end of the second half was I feel like it was like it went away from the schizophrenia and back to like I'm going to be like a math teacher again. And I was just like we're going back to like what the beginning was. And I thought that was supposed to be the whole twist. Yeah. Um, but I, but obviously they can't change it cause it's real life, which I didn't realize you can change it. Do you know how many, how many movies they've well, changed? I mean, but this for, 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 for cinematic, for cinematic, you uh, can change it. Effect. And I know they like omitted like little things here look and there. The, look at the greatest showman. That was like this happy, like, and that's like one um, of my favorite, the best person ever. in the world, you know, bringing people together and stuff. And Yet Barton was he a was the worst person in the world. <laughs> well, they, they did admit a lot of his flaws in the movie, but I'm just saying like, I actually didn't even realize this was a, True story. I'm like, this almost seems like unbelievable because at first when the, like when the spy and the With math how much was coming together, I was like, this is real. Yeah, and then they, I was reading the fight, like the facts on IMDb, and I was like, oh, it's it's real. Okay, I was like, that's what was why this? I don't like the writing. What was this movie up against? What was this movie up oh, against? Oh, I have this. I have Lord this. of the Rings, the first one, I believe. Um, it's A Beautiful Mind. One. It's Gosford Park in the bedroom. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. And Moulin Rouge, which me and Kelly all know should have won Best Picture, but what the fuck, Moulin Rouge? Moulin Rouge. Is that a fucking joke? Even Lord of the Rings. Just the fact that they thought that this movie was better than Moulin Fucking Rouge, bro. Moulin Rouge. You, it's not for everyone, though. Moulin Rouge is amazing. It's amazing, but it's not for everyone. Okay, but even like the Lord of the Rings is way better than this. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. You have two movies and like taking my bias out of it. Lord of the Rings 
and I do love Lord of the Rings too. Lord of the Rings is better than this. That is weird. But you know what? It goes back to the Academy not wanting to give money to something that made fucking money. Well, this this made money. Well, Lord of the Rings made way more well, money. Yes, <laughs> but I'm saying this is. But like we're talking a, about blockbuster again. A blockbuster versus like. But for 2001, this was very successful. It's not considered a blockbuster movie though. How much did Lord of the Rings ring, make, Jim? I'm just curious. The first one. The first movie made worldwide 900 million dollars. What about domestic? I mean, they obviously changed it because they ended up winning Best Picture, Lord of the Rings. But I'm just saying, like, this isn't... I don't consider that as... The U.S. box office was... But it's not a typical movie that they would have... I don't think they would have given it to either way. 313.4 million. Okay. No, because I'm just saying, like, I don't necessarily compare do that comparison for this one just because it did make a decent amount of money and, like, it was considered mainstream. Not as mainstream as Lord of the Rings... But it was considered. I don't. Con- I still don't consider this super duper mainstream. Because I mean, but it, it, in terms of what we were talking about last last episode with Gone Girl, it made more than Gone Girl. What? A Beautiful Mind. Yeah, but the thing is, is like again, like we're talking. I'm not talking about like like just solely the. I like I am talking about the box office, but I'm talking about the fact that they're not gonna. Cho- they don't choose movies, especially like back then, that are cultural phenomenons. They just don't. Okay, culture best, phenomenon. Okay, I, I was gonna say like I, I uh, culture phenomenon. I as pic, yes. as best picture, they're gonna go with a beautiful fucking mind, even though you have like fucking the Lord of the Rings, which is like an achievement in like pretty much everything that you could consider cinema. It did when the third one. I think it won everything. The third one won. Everything. The third one won everything. Yeah. It was nominated for. Makes sense though, but it's like well, again, it's like if it's a cultural phenomenon type of thing, the the Academy will never choose it. Because it's like a beautiful mind. Yes. Amazing. But Lord of the Rings, like, what did it not do well? That's the thing. It literally, like, pushed the boundaries. It was like an epic movie that we haven't seen in, in years when it came out. No, I mean, I agree with you. For the most part, I think there are times that it does but choose just the like, culture phenomenon. But to like the Lord yeah. of the Rings, everyone loves Orlando Bloom. Fuck that shit. We're going to go with a beautiful fucking mind. I think, yeah, on the majority, they don't do that. But they do do it from time to time. Stupid. Um, but Russell Crowe was coming off like Gladiator and stuff. I love Gladiator. So, okay. Saying, yeah, it's, it wasn't a small film, but it wasn't a culture phenomenon. Yeah, that, and, yeah that's and what I'm saying. Ron like, Howard, I think, had done some pretty big movies before this. Well, I'm not saying that it's not because of the pedigree. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that the Academy, and it still does today, even though it's let, letting up a little bit, has a the Academy award, award member board members just have this like thing against m- movies that actually like culture is like obsessed with or like r- really like is a phenomenon they're they're just like yeah it was but it's still not gonna win that, yeah they don't do it as often as they should i just want to talk really quick how much mm-hmm. we all love this score okay but it didn't win it did not no because lord of the rings did win there okay well i but, can't be mad about but that. but it was also nominated against Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I, I, that's, so now, that's a hard. That's a lot. So now I don't know. Like I can't think of the Lord of the Rings theme, but I can, I can. think of the Harry Potter. Theme. I'm actually shocked that John Williams didn't win. That's actually John Williams surprising. was nominated twice that year. So for what else? Uh, AI. Oh, okay. And then Monsters Inc. was thrown in there. The Lord of the Rings one, I can. Monsters Inc. is a good score too. No, it's not as good as Harry Potter, but it, I actually think it's my second out of all those. Um, but since we're talking about the Academy Awards, one of the reviews said, um, Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly, uh, 
are also are perfect in this film and is so deserving of the four Academy Awards. Do you think that Russell Crowe deserved to win over Denzel Washington? Oh, I've never seen Training Day, so I... I've only seen parts of Training Day. I don't Day. know, but I heard he's really good in that. Because I, I truly think this might be one of my favorite Russell Crowe performances because it's different than what I've usually seen him in. And that's why I was kind of shocked that, like, he also didn't win. If this movie got Best Picture, back Best Director, Screenplay, all this stuff, I'm surprised it didn't go with... Denzel Washington must be amazing if... He, if he won over Russell Crowe. It might also be the fact that Training Day is just in general. I personally, what I've seen Training Day, I don't remember it, but I remember certain scenes and Training Day, I think is probably more enjoyable than The uh, Beautiful yeah, Mind. I've only seen like little bits of it. But like Denzel Washington is like, that's like one of his number one movies. So that's why I'm like, I'm not sure. But it's also like Russell Crowe, we've also said that he was amazing. He was amazing. But... He did not carry this movie once we hit a certain point. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there was two people. Care- like It was like the first half and the second half. And like those can be two separate movies. I, I don't think anyone really carried the movie. I think Jennifer Connelly carried the entire second half. I mean, I think she was a better actor in the movie. But I don't think like it, there was just they were just there. I think, no, if not for her and her acting, I would have literally lost complete interest in it after he and- came. And came out of um the psych. the psych ward, and you know how much I like Jennifer Connelly. I know because I liked her in Top Gun Maverick. Ugh. Oh my god, useless in that movie, but whatever. <laughs> but it also could be because they played "Hold My Hand" whenever she was on yeah, screen. Yeah, you do love that song. I agree with you, but I also think Russell Crowe. It wasn't she wasn't the only reason. It was the two of them for me. But the second half, she did carry more than him, and he was the first half. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, he did amazing. I guess I'm also a bit biased because like. My number one Russell Crowe movie is still Gladiator. I love Gladiator. I love him in it. Like, the way he acted in Gladiator, that's, like, my definitive Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. But See, I, I think The Other Guys is my favorite. I Well, I like Ryan Gosling better than Russell Crowe and The Other Guys. No, I think they're both genius. They're, like, they're just it's just Russell, a genius movie. Ryan Gosling is fucking hilarious in The Other Guys. I love him in that. But... No, Gladiator is it for Russell Crowe because like him in the middle of the fucking stadium screaming, are you not entertained? <laughs> and the, him just saying his fucking name, I'm Maximus Meridian, blah, 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 blah. Like his entire name. That's all I ever remember from No, him. yeah. Now, I, I did look at Ron Howard. He did do Apollo 13. And the year before this came out, he did have the highest grossing movie of the year, which, which is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, such a good movie. So he does, Ron Howard, I think they were like, okay. I don't think people love Ron Howard. I mean, the critics either, because very f- he doesn't have like a lot of high rated. And movies. then right after this, he did Arrested Development. So yeah, because look at Grinch. That technically critics didn't like that. I love the Grinch. I mean, I love it, but I'm just saying. Uh but anyway, another a big. Qu- I mean, I think I know the answer for all three of us. But another big thing with the reviews, people are either saying it was a, it was a beautiful biopic, but or overrated biopic, or it was good. But it's overrated. Where would you fall on that? Um, overrated. Overrated? Good, but overrated. I don't know if I can solely... I don't know if I can confidently say it was... Yeah, I did like parts of it. So I guess I would go to Kelly and say good, but but overrated. Because like it even was... I, now I was surprised by this. And I'm like, how is this in the top 250? It was named like as one of the movies in the mo- 20 most overrated movies of all time by one magazine. And I'm like... People and I can see how this can be a crowd pleaser, and I can see why it's in the IMDb top two fifty. But I'm kind of shocked that it's in there because it's even higher than Gone Girl. 
That's embarrassing. That's disgusting. It gets higher than it's, it's higher than Wizard of Oz. It's higher it's than disgusting. Yeah, it's higher than so many things, and I'm just like, and I saw it more in the beginning where I was like, this is kind of like a wedding cake type of movie where it's like, oh, it's like not, it's not amazing. It's not good. It's not like great, but it's not bad. It's just kind of there. The it's vibes an Oscar are good. bait movie. Yeah, yes, it is. It and was it, made to get Oscars, and it won Oscars. They did their job. Also, they used a weird filter, and I didn't like it. For which part? I think it was the beginning. It looked like what everyone says the Mexico filter they, looks like. They did mm-hmm. it to make it look like like uh, older, older and like regal. And I did. Like it reminded me of Dead Poets Society, and literally, I went. I think I said it out loud. Oh no, Dead Poets Society. I no, I could see why you thought that. I did not. I don't not like the Dead Poets. Now let Society. me ask you a question. Which one do you like better, Dead Poets Society or this? This, because I enjoyed the middle portion okay. of when he's schizophrenic and going crazy. Through that, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then he's like, I'm getting better, and I'm like, mm. it's. I, just, I got upset. It's. I just don't think it's a movie. Maybe for the time when it came out, it was great, but it's just not a movie that holds up well in terms of what we think is a best picture now no exactly i think that i think it's a i think audiences will still like this movie i think that's why it's on here and people are yeah. still voting for it but i think as terms of best picture i don't know it would have to do something different to get i feel like like best look picture here nowadays. i just recently watched hidden figures and i was like this is, hidden figures is a better movie than this and being a, <laughs> and, and being kind of a standard biopic isn't a bad thing like, no, it's not. I think Hidden Figures is, you know, a typical biopic. It is. But it's the it's crafted amazingly. Yeah. Yes. I would also like to say, Jennifer Connelly, in her, what she's known for on IMDb is A Beautiful Mind, mm-hmm. House of Sand and Fog. Ooh, that movie. Hulk, mm-hmm. and Ugh. Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Two of those four movies she is better in than A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. I just have to say. What do you think Ron Howard could have done differently to make this movie better i personally am not sure whether or not you could do anything mini series no because i think it's too long so that would have really dragged it out yeah but with a mini series it being longer you get breaks like you have time to think like a whole like episode imagine, could be in the mental hospital you yeah, saying? yeah like imagine imagine that being like a cliffhanger of the end of the week where sorry the last three episodes you just watched aren't true so moon night <laughs> what? i don't remember Moon Knight. i mean that happened in moon night where like the I hate Moon flip. Knight. The whole so, flip was at the, you, the middle part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, the thing is, you brought up a show that I think me and Jimmy tried watching it together multiple times, and we, we fell, fell asleep, asleep every single and, episode. Uh, and, and I don't fall asleep watching. So TV obviously, it wouldn't have worked because it didn't work for Moon Knight. No, but it it does work no, as a mini I could, series. I could see as a mini series it working just because it gives you at least a week to digest what happened instead of trying to digest it all at once. But, but I'm just saying, like, isn't Moon Knight a mini series? Yeah, but you, you're bringing up a series that me and Jimmy literally hate. But 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 I'm not saying. But I'm giving you the kind of f- formula it. that that is literally what happened. Yeah, in but Moon it's Knight. also to be like, honest, we're not, we're, I have no idea what happened in Moon Knight. Yeah, I I, really there know. was a giant crocodile. I think. So and I don't think you would have liked it as a mini series. I think you would have still been bored. No, no I think no, it would have been better as a mini series. No, there's a difference. Moon Knight. Like we're also talking about a TV series where me and Jimmy didn't like any of the characters. We didn't like the CGI, and we did like we literally didn't like anything about it. I didn't it. like that show at all. No, I know, but you didn't really like this movie at all. Is what I'm saying. No, I I enjoyed it. Do I think it's one of the best films of all time? No. Do I think it deserves to be one of the top two fifty? No. I enjoyed portions of it. Yeah, he didn't say he hated it. 
I didn't say I hated it. Oh, I, I thought you didn't like it at all. You said I no, thought you liked. I thought it was a little bit. You thought I thought you said it was. It had somewhat it. good when it got twist. When the twist happened, but besides that, you didn't care for it because you thought it was gonna be like Dead Poets Society. No, no, no. I said I was getting Dead Poets. I was like, uh oh, I'm getting Dead Poets Society, and then it would be like, okay, like it's getting good, and then I would be like, it was like, like it was here going up, 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 and then it spiked. When the twist happened, and then the I didn't like the ending. That's what I did not like. I did not like the last like thirty minutes. That's what I'm talking about. I think a mini series. Just I'm, I'm trying to think of a mini series that did that. Oh my god! It was a. Everyone's like, wait till this episode. Wait till this episode. And I got to this episode, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> In a good a way lot. or a bad way? In a good way, because like they said, it's good. Okay, I'm just gonna put it. I, I, this is not this is the closest I can think of American Horror Story Roanoke when you get four episodes in and then they're like oh by the way that was all a dramatic retelling um now we're gonna send everyone back in the house who lived there. like that was like you were waiting like oh this is not what you thought it was I know you guys didn't like it I liked it but it's not really how much you liked it or how much you remembered it the point is the structure you're describing is the structure of Moon Knight. So I was just pointing that out. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong that because you didn't like Moon Knight, you would like this. And vice versa that because I didn't like the movie, I wouldn't like a miniseries. I was just kind of pointing out certain points that you were describing that sounded very familiar to me. I feel like I know what you're talking about, like TV series wise, because I feel like I was... I might have been one of the people that are like, wait till you get this episode. And then you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, Teenage Bounty Hunters is one of them. Yeah, but Netflix is hard for me because Netflix, you just keep going. You don't get that week to digest. I think it was like an HBO show. Was it The Last of Us? No. Sharp Objects? No. Big Little Lies? Oh, Big Little Lies. It might have been Big Little Lies. Oh, wait. Was it the one with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant? I never watched The Undoing. Oh, I watched The Undoing. Uh, maybe it was like Watchmen. It might have been Watchmen that had a big episode I only that kind of changed everything. Or was it Lovecraft Country? No, because that movie, that show was just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So, but I think it would have been better as a miniseries. I think it was way too long as it is, and I think it might have just made it even more like long. I was like Faraway, like Faraway Dance. Sorry, Baz Luhrmann. Oh, I was right. like, what is that? That is him taking Australia. And making it to into a mini series by adding back all his deleted scenes. And let me tell you, and he also changed the ending completely, like went with the alternate ending. And let me tell you, did not help the movie at all. It's fucking terrible. Well, that's yeah, because to me, it's like I think it just would have. It was hard to watch this movie. I kept like falling asleep, and I was like, I think it was a mini series. It would have just been me every week. I think this movie needed to be shorter, and somewhat more concise. I think it would have helped for me at least. But like I said, I can see why people like it. I just don't think I'm one of those people. Um, okay, so moving on to the back half of the show, we are going to do, let me share my screen. Movie grid time. Here's the grid for today, today's episode. On the top, we have nominated for best actor, best actress. Uh, supporting is included. Uh, a top 10 movie by box office earnings. Begins with a vow, ignore the. And then on the left side, we have better than Cumberbatch. Morgan Freeman, a.k.a. Blanchette. Um, let's start with Benedict Cumberbatch and nomination for Best Actor or Actress, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress. The Imitation Game. He got nominated for that, right? Yes. 
I also can't think of anything else. No, uh, one was, M was, and then I. Wasn't he? Didn't he win for Power of the Dog? No. He was or, nominated. nominated. He was nominated. But but he, I feel like we might get a lower percentage for Imitation Game. Nope. Uh, why do you want to get a lower percentage? Yeah, that's well, because we you get win. the higher points. I, know, but I like to see like what everyone's guessing. You can see, you that, could at see that at the end. I know, but. <laughs> I, I just, my goal is to get, to get in the high, like less than 10%. Top. My goal is to guess exactly what everyone's guessing. I want to be in the top 10%. Because sometimes I'm like, I, I know the movie's going to be 1%, but I want to see what everyone else was guessing. No. Um, well, you'll find out at the end, but I also want to be like, I'm a top 10% player. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and top 10 movie by box office earning. <laughs> I mean, that's so easy. obvious. I'm going to say Avengers Endgame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Benedict Cumberbatch and begins with a vow. Wasn't he in August Osage County? Yes. Oh, I love that movie. I remember someone like borrowed it from me. And um, <laughs> they literally were like, Kelly, what the fuck? That was so depressing. <laughs> and I was like, but it's good. Is it called something else? Like something in front it's of it? August, comma, oh, Osage the, County. Is it the comma? Well, write August and see if... It like it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Or is it Osage County, August? No, I remember I tried using it one other time. Yeah, uh, August. Uh, it's a semi. It's there a. It's a cult. Whatever is that semi, is. Semi a, a colon. Yeah. Okay. Three percent. Morgan Freeman, nominated for best any of the actors or actresses. Um, Driving Miss Daisy. Morgan Freeman, top ten movie by box office earning. There's a few. Batman Begins or The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight. I was going to say, I don't know. Is Batman Begins top 10? Do The Dark Knight. Because we know that made over yeah. a billion. Uh, Morgan Freeman Begins with a vow. A-E-I-O-U. He plays God. I want to see if you can get this one. Unleashed. Oh, no, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I, know, I know which one you're talking about, but Unleashed is going to be so low. Oh, 0.3%. Cape Blanchett. Best actress, actor, all that. So who should we go with? Should we go with Blue Jasmine? Should we go tar. with The Aviator? Tar. Tar. I already, tar. Had I already had it typed out. I was about to say, we're Tarmies, Jimmy. We are. Um, Cape Blanchett, top 10 movies by box office earnings. I think there's only like really a f- like one. Ocean's 8. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't think You can't. Oh, no, we might have to say that for vowel. I don't think that's top 10 oh. of the like top 10 of hers? Wait, when they say top ten, maybe like of that year? Of her. Of, like hers. of hers. Oh, hers. of hers. I'm thinking of the year, so I'm like, I don't think she has many, but okay, never mind. Hmm, what can we do? I'm trying to like think of something else that she was like also like maybe a cameo in. But be careful. Movie grid might. I almost was just weird. like, oh, that's don't why I'm look trying up. to go for commercial. Don't. But that that's the count. Netflix movie. Zero dollars. I was just see like when I thought top ten of the year, I oh, thought Oh, um, the curious case of Benjamin Button. That was a big movie. I can, I, I, I agree. Oh, if sorry. it's Ocean's Eight, I'm gonna be a pissed. Well, let's just do so Ocean's sorry. Eight for the vowel. No, the first, the highest one's gonna be Thor Ragnarok, definitely. Oh, I forgot about Thor Ragnarok. That's the one I was thinking. I think you guys were talking when I said it, but why didn't you put it in then? Keep going. What do you mean? Oh, they have a new thing where like you can keep going. But uh, it will not affect your score. Well, no, it, the game's over. Show results. Yeah, I never do it. Um. Okay. Oh, Evan Almighty was the top one. Look at that. So we have Imitation Game, uh, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, Shawshank Redemption, The D- Dark Knight, Evan Almighty, Tar, Thor Ragnarok, Ocean's Eight. Tar. 
Tar. Tar me. Okay. I'm happy we got one that was less than 1%. Like, we killed it. I wonder <laughs> what everyone listening got. Did I say what our score was? No. 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 Our score was 2,137. We were the top 32.4% of Ugh. players today. Horrible. So... As we move on, let's do MVP, LVP, your most valuable player, and your least valuable player. Jimmy, what is your most valuable player? Uh, James Horner for the score. Kelly, what is your most valuable player? Jennifer Connelly. I will just give it... Well, I was going to give it the acting, but I'll uh, I'll give it to Russell Crowe since you already said Jennifer Connelly. Do you know that James Horner died in a plane crash? No. Oh, okay. Now I do. Okay. Um, I'm telling you everyone about this movie, if they're dead, how they died. How that did James actually, Horner die? Oh, plane crash. plane crash. And to add more craziness to that story, both the Nashes and him died in the same year. Ew. Yeah, they both That's died. So they, all, they all died. He crashed in into the Jersey dirt. <laughs> Jimmy, people are dead. <laughs> okay. I think a beautiful on. mind has a curse. <laughs> it's 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 a uh, next season of cursed films. It's gonna be a beautiful mind. <laughs> Forget about, Ryan, forget, about the, yes, forget about the Exorcist. Yes, forget about the Exorcist. The Beautiful Mind is one of the most cursed movies of all time. Behind, behind Poltergeist, it's a Beautiful Mind. And they'll start by saying none of these occurred during the movie, but actually, ten years In later, twenty fifteen, yeah. exactly fourteen years later, multiple people died. Jimmy, it's time to pull out your calculator because it's time for. Ratings, I will give it a... Wait, we didn't do our LVPs, you brat. Oh, we didn't, so let's just I was talking up. about death. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry. Jimmy's death kind of confused me. Jimmy, what is your LVP, your least valuable player? Uh, the screenplay. Kelly. Mm, yeah, the screenplay. And I was also going to say the screenplay. It's a three for three. Uh, sorry, so now we're back to where I was about five seconds ago. Ratings. Yeah, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a, I feel like I'm being generous with this, but I'll give it a seven out of 10. Wow. Kelly? I was going to give it like a six. I was going to give it a six. A 6.33. I'm just curious. If I were to get, never mind. What I was, was about that? to say a really stupid question. I said, if I were to give it six, what would it have been? A six. <laughs> and then I realized as I was saying, it was going to be a six. So that, so it's 6.33. As the person who liked it the least, I'm very shocked you gave it a seven. Solely that number was because how much I love the acting. It bumps it up a whole a whole number. I can give me. it to you. It's fine. Yeah. As long as we didn't go above a seven, then I would have been like, Oh, was Christopher we have Plummer a serious in a, problem? Was Christopher Plummer ever in a superhero movie? No. No. Okay. Um, he was in Shark Tale. Was he? No. So was Martin Scorsese. I literally was like, No, he <laughs> no, was not. No, he's not. The, the <laughs> episode is going off the rails. Jimmy, your death has started too many things. The uh, beautiful mind, the curse has reached us. <laughs> Jimmy, can you please get the clues for next week? Okay. Why so sorry. <laughs> like Jimmy fucking actually looked up Shark Tale <laughs> after you said I that. wanted to see who was in it. And, <laughs> and Katie Couric plays Katie Current. Oh, sorry. Before Jimmy gives his clues, um, we're comparing our 6.3 to an 8.2 out of 10 for the IMDb rating. So we're very low, um, expectingly, based on this whole episode. Sorry, Jimmy. Can you please tell me your clues? Okay. So next week's... Um, it's a very short film. Okay. Like I think now it wouldn't it would be actually considered for the short films at the Oscars. I'm not I think. <laughs> it's a short film. It would be considered a short film. <laughs> at the Oscars. <laughs> um it is it is a 
Shh, it's a silent film. I thought you were going to say short <laughs> film. I said, Jimmy, these are all your clues. I'm going to murder you. And next year is its 100th anniversary. Okay. Um, I'm landing this plane. Uh, that is the clues for this week. Matt, landing the plane? That's so oh. rude. God, oh, I'm so sorry. That's that's just a warning that we have to end this episode. I, uh, I wanted to say taste. something else that I, I should not say. Do not say it. Hold hold that thought till we I don't press record anymore. That is number one forty six of Beautiful Mind. Uh, see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think. So leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.